You are listening to Experience Matters by Superb. Stories and insights from our worldwide community of restaurateurs on how to succeed with your restaurant. Hi, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. Yep. Sure. Perfect. So, uh, how are things? Uh, busy. It's uh, Friday after all, so uh, busy weekend ahead of us. That's good. That's good. I'm happy I could just catch you. Uh, I know it's a, it's a busy day for you. Yeah, yeah, Fridays are, but uh, yeah, we I got a, I got a few minutes. That's good. Thank you so much. So, yeah. uh, we've been uh, basically telling a lot of people about you and uh, contrast contrast lately. Um, okay. Mostly because. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> you you would think that too. Yeah. Uh, but but mo- mostly because um, you're probably one of the the, the how can you say it the, the strongest brands in uh, in Norway and also in Scandinavia. Um, and um, pe- people naturally always have high expectations to contrast uh, when they hear about it. Um, yeah. So I thought maybe we could start with with you telling us uh, a bit about you yourself in contrast and what what your uh, uh, thing is and uh, your dream is with uh, with this uh, restaurant. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm Michael, I'm Swedish. I moved to Norway like 15 years ago or something. I worked in some different restaurants here and in Sweden and abroad as well. And then uh, eventually I felt that I was done working for other people and I wanted to do something on my own. Uh, so, and not take any shortcuts when it comes to ingredients and so on. So I opened very slowly, um, opened a, like a bistro style restaurant almost, uh, just because I wanted to do something on my own and didn't have any high expectations really more that I wanted to work, uh, directly with some organic farmers that I get to know and their lovely products and, uh, what they do and we share the philosophy. And then it's just built on from that. Uh, and then uh, taking small steps and develop the restaurant to where we are today. But we still develop, we still take small steps to be better and better. Um, um, yeah, working and with I, the farmers and what they have. And uh, I see uh, actually a person writing that Contrast deserves two stars. So maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe we can also add that you guys have a Michelin star, of course. Yeah, we have one. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, and you guys have worked very hard uh, to to get that. Uh, how how is it to um, to continue drive uh, contrast and make sure that you grow and potentially can get two stars? Uh, it's a challenging. It's uh, but it's just we take we take day by day and like trying to do small things better and better. Not trying to take giant leaps and just saying now we're gonna be a two star or we're gonna yeah. have two star. You just taking baby steps and eliminate, eliminate mistakes every day in the daily routines, become a little bit better, tweak some things and make, yeah, take small decisions to just become a little bit better. And when you look back a year or two years back, you see shit, we, we came a long way since two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and, and I can imagine that uh, it, it is about constantly evolving. Uh, yeah. Not only only uh, contrast as a as a brand, but also you uh, personally and your team, and make sure that that um, you guys always have something bigger to strive for, right? 
Yeah, exactly. It's uh, not, yeah, me personally, I, I evolve, I try to evolve and get be better, not make yeah. as a chef or as a boss or a manager or yeah. um, whatever. And the same for the staff who is working here, but they have to evolve yeah. and we become a better team together. Yeah. So, so um, I have to be honest with you, again, just as I said in the beginning, I've heard a lot about the experience at Contrast. Um, somehow you're put in the same box, uh, you know, as the uh, Memo, Francine, uh, Reno, uh, and, and so on. And, yep. and that's, that's amazing. Um, it but, is, uh, yeah. But t- tell us about your, uh, your take on the, on the, the guest experience. What, what can I expect uh, as a guest at Contrast? Uh, I want it to be a relaxed ad- atmosphere. Um, but one of the most important things is when you go out, you, you're going to have an enjoyable evening. Uh, you're going to feel relaxed, comfortable, have a good time with the people you go out with and with the staff who's working here. Um, not trying to have this old school stiff uh, dining room. Um, we play music. We don't have any tablecloths. We don't have any dress code, really. Um, so people can come and enjoy themselves. Okay. That's, the, that's, the main, that's the main point that people are having a good night here. And they have different expectations when they come. Some is coming for food, some is coming for wine, some is coming for drinks, some is coming for the family for you. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could imagine there's a lot coming for you also. <laughs> so, uh, Maybe. So, so um, and, and then uh, you have a concept uh, that is, is pretty uh, famous, I would say. It's called uh, Mikhail and Friends. Yeah, it's a, it's a chef's dinner or me and some of our friends been doing it. A friend in Malmö started it and then another friend did it in Gothenburg and invited me for it. And I thought it was a really fun concept. So then I started doing it here in Norway. It's just more or less an excuse to invite chef friends that I don't see, that I don't see otherwise. And they come here and we create one evening together. Um, we have a great time together and hopefully the guest who comes here has a great time as well. I, I think so. And, and, and basically, chef collaborations have also become super hot the last uh, five, six years, right? So, uh, yeah. So, so w- uh, when is the, is there a new date coming up? I guess uh, the whole Corona period. Uh... Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. We, I was trying to do, or the plan was to have one in March, but then yeah. that collapsed. Uh, and then we see if we're going to do one this autumn, depending on yeah. how travel bans, if they're going to be lifted or yeah, we yeah. see what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I think... Um, for you, I decided that I wanted to talk about something different. Uh, I've had these calls with a lot of uh, your colleagues from all of Scandinavia and, and the rest of Europe the, the last yep. um, three months. But, uh, but I wanted to talk to you about uh, the mental health of running a restaurant and, and the pressure that's, that's on you. Um, so for us normal people, we think a lot about, you know, <laughs> that, you know, you work maybe Tuesday to Saturday uh, from morning to late night. Yep. So you, so you practically only have two days off. We actually closed down one more day because that's one of the reasons to get better work weeks for the staff and they can yep. have more days off. So now we closed down, we closed Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. So everybody has a long, long break. Okay. Okay. Um, so you have, you have three days basically. 
yeah, or readers. not as not as a manager or like an owner, because you always have some paperwork going on on Mondays and Tuesdays. But yeah. uh, the idea is that people work four days. They're a little bit longer days, but it's four day uh, four day work week. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, it's still very long days. It probably feels like a week anyway. The days that you're actually working. Um, yeah. So, so what does it actually take to run a restaurant uh, like yours today? Um, yeah, commitment, uh, understanding family. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot yeah, of energy. It, the uh, tolerance of the tolerance of little sleep. But uh, yeah. No, it's it's not too bad. Now, like when we close down, uh, we close down uh, one more day. Uh, it's much easier when the restaurant is just open four days. It's much easier for me to balance as well, and also for the people working here. Um, we always aim to have a four-day work week before as well, but when it's open five days, it's a bit of a hassle with the schedule and so on. And yeah. I think that's one of the best things I've, we've done here is to decide to go down to a four-day work week, like four days open as well. Got it. So you have a nice work-life balance, you, so to say. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better. But uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a 40-hour work week, but it's for, no. for most people. It, it is a bit more. Okay. It seems there's a huge difference on, on running a restaurant in Scandinavia versus the rest of Europe, at least in terms of hours per week. So that's good, I would say. Talking yeah, about yeah. As a, yeah. As a day uh, well, in Norway, they have, they've been, I would say, the obviously saying is controlling the work hours and the rights of the staff has done a good work of going in yeah. and like controlling restaurants and uh, make sure everybody has to follow the follow the regulations and that means that yeah. not just the ones who wants to but also the ones who is i mean it gets better for everyone if everybody plays by the book um yeah. so it's more control people get to you don't burn out young stuff too early and they actually can have a career inside of the catering industry and when you yeah. grow older you can also like maybe have or like the aim is that you should be able to work in the industry, even though you have a family and kids and so on. So I think it's a it's a good thing going on. Yeah. So I also assume that you have a family too, uh, as far as I know, right? So I assume it's yep. also important to to be able to uh, to manage your your time properly, to actually be with them. Uh, something yep. which I've, which I've heard, or maybe it's a rumor, that uh, as a restaurateur you're uh, you're always under pressure and, and a bit away from your family uh, in your in the biggest time of your career right um, yeah is that... you are yeah yes and no but you have to just have to be good at separating things and not I think that goes for all professions don't bring your work yeah. home with you like when you're working you're working and then when you go home you let it go and I have nights off and when I'm not here I can't control what's going on I just hope that I've done a good enough work yeah. to prep the team so they can yeah. so they can run the business without me. So so I guess your wife is not in the restaurant uh, industry. No, it's not. Uh, completely not different okay, that's part. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Probably also yeah. a good perspective to have that uh, to have that uh, distancing to be able to talk yeah. about something else. Yeah, it's nice. So when you're off, you're not sitting just debating restaurants or recipes or yeah. services on you. It's yeah, 
when I'm off, I'm not talking about the restaurant, or I try not to talk about the restaurant. It's hard sometimes, but yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. So I, try I, guess, to. I, I guess you also want another star, maybe like maybe one day even three. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? How, no, how it's, not up, the, it's not up to me. That's true. It's that's someone true. else who judges it, yeah. Mm. But 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 uh, I, I guess like for restaurants that strive for more, you know, uh, greatness, th that also means there's a huge pressure on you and the team for constantly like uh, being on top of your of your guest experience uh, on the in, in the kitchen and so on and so forth. Uh, is there is that a pressure you can feel on a daily basis or? No, not really. Uh, I don't. If I would say I don't care, it's uh, it would be a lie. But <laughs> the, yeah. the, fo the focus should be that the guest we have tonight is the ones who is happy, and then tomorrow is a new day, and the ones who have booked tomorrow they will have a great experience and they are happy. And I'd much rather have a full restaurant with happy guests uh, every day than having one or two or three stars. It's no. It's much more interesting to go to work when we have a full restaurant with people who is happy and enjoying the dinner than having yeah. billions of awards. Um, yeah. It It's the atmosphere that is more interesting when you have a full room with super happy customers. It's uh, yeah. it's very rewarding. It is. Yeah. But then, of yeah, course, I uh, I w of course, having one or get another star, it would be amazing. But yeah. yeah. But it's the it's the it's the guest experience in the room that's the that's creating the magic of running a restaurant. I assume. I mean, it, there yeah, must be the it drive. Is, it is. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so you've been uh, you've been behind the the deck for for many years. You've also been with a lot of other restaurants. What uh, what can you uh, recommend um, uh, other aspiring chefs uh, to do, especially you know taking this post COVID uh, phase into consideration and and potentially having a, a dream of opening their own place, uh, just like you, um, should they do it? Or, or what do you think uh, is the best uh, choice right now? Uh, I think maybe maybe you shouldn't open tomorrow. Maybe it's a little bit tough to open this year. <laughs> don't but, do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, wait a little bit. No, but um, they should definitely... Um, definitely open a restaurant if they want to, uh, but take it. I, re I would recommend people to build it slowly. Uh, don't, uh, don't start off too high. Of course, if you have the finance for it, go for it. But uh, for me, it's been very rewarding to start slow and build a restaurant slowly and see how it evolves. And, uh, um, and don't uh, don't have to take in any outside investors or anything like that. But mm. earn the money, invest the money in the company, and see the company how it grows. And, yeah. and now, seven years down the road, it's very very rewarding to see where I started and what the restaurant looks today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so baby, so, baby steps for me. For me, it's been the key at least to take baby steps, and it's it's been nice. Uh, yeah. Instead yeah. of going I, full on and getting into debt too early, and then feel the pressure of uh, yeah, making money that you don't have, and you know, that snowball effect. Yeah. So, so you're you're actually uh, an example of a self-made uh, restaurateur, right? So uh, you, what you're saying is that you did not receive investments from outside to basically get started, right? So you're following no. your own advice, I assume. Yeah, I did. Yeah.
So, uh, so Mikael, what, what's next? Uh, you guys have had a small vacation the last uh, months. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe that was. It's actually been. It's been my. It's been my longest vacation since I opened the restaurant. So it's been, <laughs> it was actually a bit nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess your your family is used to having you at home, so now they don't want to let you go again. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it was nice. Uh, actually, sitting home every, every day, cooking at home, having a family deal, meal every day. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I guess I guess you had some time to uh, to think about um, uh, you know contrast and the current experience and, and the future. Uh, any uh, any ideas of what's next? And uh, we're just going to keep, uh, keep doing what we're doing. Um, we just recently made the restaurant a bit smaller, took away some tables, built a lounge instead. We hired a bartender okay. so we can, um, so that you can have a longer experience here. Uh, I love a co- good cocktail when I go out. So now we can have a full, we have a full cocktail menu where people start in the lounge with a cocktail before the dinner and yeah. they can move there after the dinner as well. Um, okay. Yeah, so you don't have to go out to a restaurant to have a full uh, full night out in town. You can uh, get a full experience oh, here. Smart, yeah. I yeah. actually see that a lot of uh, a lot of restaurants have started also to to do that uh, in the restaurant. So it's kind of like the the formal settings setting with the informal setting in one place, right? So now yeah. now yeah. you can you can also relax after the dinner or something like that. Yeah, but you want to be relaxed when you go out. You want to yeah, have, a, have a good time and re- relax with your friends and have a good drink. So, uh, yeah. 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 For me, it made sense. No. That's what I want myself out. So, that's what we did here. Yeah. I think it's also well connected to what you said before, right? That contrast is a very uh, informal place and you want people to, to feel at home in a nicer setting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But um, I think uh, I think uh, a lot of people are probably a bit nervous of of even considering opening a restaurant, uh, you know, now and also in the next uh, period. But uh, but I think uh, it, you seem very self confident that uh, that that your concept is strong enough to to also make uh, make guests come back and continue to support you. Um, do you guys have you guys thought of any uh, way to? continue to make sure that the guests uh, comes back to contrast um, because I what we've heard and what we can see is that from before to now is that more and more guests are picky in the sense that they really think about the, the experiences they have right uh, yeah. rather than just going out a lot uh, whether it's because of corona or not I'm not sure but um, have you guys made any thoughts of, of, of how you could do that not not really in a particular way it's since day one the, i think the best commercial for a restaurant is happy guests if yeah. you if you go out and eat personally and you have a great experience someone somewhere you will tell your friends and you next time you go out you will bring friends there maybe uh, yeah. so i think that's the best commercial you can have is to focus on the guests yeah. you have make sure they're happy but they will come back they will tell their friends they will bring their friends and, and so on um, yeah. so yeah, that's what we are focusing on. Yeah. yeah, I think that makes sense. At least to to use your your current uh, guests as the the right ambassadors for your brand. That's yeah. that's at least also something we we hear from many other restaurants when we talk to them. Um, so so that's gonna be interesting. I I think um, 
I think I will leave it at that, and then uh, and then I'm just excited to see uh, to follow contrast and see uh, how uh, things are going to be for the rest of the year. I hope that the world looks uh, a bit more normal now, or, or what to call it. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any more vacation. No, not this uh, year. Maybe maybe for Christmas. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But and I'm I'm super excited to uh, to the next uh, Mikkel and friends event. Um I'm I'm excited to see who who you're going to collaborate with next. Yeah, we have to see how the travel uh, travel ban is lifted as it is now. We have to leave all yeah, the Swedish yeah. chefs out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. But um perfect. But I I don't want to steal any more time uh, from you. I know it's Friday and you have a service uh coming up so uh, thank you so yeah. much for the time and uh, and uh, I'll thank catch you. up with you soon yeah we do thank you for listening to experience matters until next time